gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point, the show where we do things. I'm your host, John. With me, as always, my co-host, Wombat. Me. Co-host means lesser. It doesn't. Inferior. <laughs> if you go back like a hundred episodes of this podcast, we have a whole conversation that we had about how a host and a co-host are still both just the host. <laughs> it's it's just language. Yeah. It's just, if, if there is one, then there has to be a co. You yeah. Know? It doesn't make sense for me to say, I'm your co-host. Uh, it also doesn't make grammatical sense for me to say, and also your host. <laughs> I mean, we could say, we are your hosts today. I'm John, you know, you're talking. I'm John, yeah. and this is Wombat. We could say that. And it would still be, yeah. it, I mean, it means the same thing. Technically, it could be ambiguous if we had, like, a guest on. So we'd be like, we're your hosts, John and Wombat. Well, but then we would just and have then, like, the guest Wombat say, is the guest. we would just introduce the guest by saying, like, and today we have a guest and their name is blah, 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 blah. Man, I would love to have blah, 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 blah on. Uh, but first, what's your glowing weak point? Uh, my glowing weak point is that, uh, this is kind of old news at this point, but I just learned about it. Um, <laughs> Yeast 10 has been announced. It's called the Yeast 10 Nordics. Um, mm. and I don't know if you know much about the Yeast series, but no, the, uh, it, it follows the adventures of the, uh, the main character, Adol Kristen, as he, uh, adventures around the world. Like his job title is literally just adventurer. He set out when he was, like, okay. 17, and he's fought, like, gods and goddesses and saved countries and ended civil wars and shit along the way, right? Yeah, um, sure. So, Yeast 10 is on the ocean. It's got sea combat. Oh. Oh. Which is wild to me, because anybody who knows fucking jack shit about yeast knows that Adol Kristen is allergic to water. <laughs> he he cannot be on a boat and that boat not sink. It, it does not happen. Like, he and boats do not get along. So it is insane to me that they're making a whole game, like, fucking... Assassin's Creed Black Flag where you're mainly on a boat it seems like <laughs> weird weird but I love it I absolutely adore it okay um, and it says it'll be um, released in Japan this year but then there's Falcom is still like kind of bad about uh, simultaneous releases so we'll yeah, probably actually see it in like 2024 yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, John? Okay. Uh, well, we're talking about anime today, and I can't talk about any of the anime that we're talking about today because, I mean, obviously, that's, that's We're that about segment. to talk about the anime we're going to talk about today. Correct. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I was looking at what's coming up in the schedule, and. Oh, yeah. And there, there are several things that I'm going to be watching, but Kristen hasn't seen the the previous seasons of. I don't so keep track. She of would not shit. be able to watch them. What, yeah. What's coming up? What's what, what's happening? Uh, we're looking at uh, Doctor Stone: New World. Oh fuck yes! Uh, you're probably going to watch Konosuba. Yes, I am. But 
I'm I'm not because I didn't watch the first one. I didn't. I, I honestly didn't think they were ever going to go back to Konosuba. I'm super excited that that's <laughs> happening. Uh, there's another in another world with my smartphone season two. I'd rather so die. Let's fucking go. No, <laughs> let's fucking go to hell. They can fucking um, go to hell. Yeah, because I I you liked we, that show. It's, it's no, it's well known <laughs> that I am trash for isekai. Yes. like I just blah, 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 all into it. Uh-huh. But, that, those, uh huh. But that was the sound of his face in uh, isekai titties. Correct. Um, <laughs> I watched the first two episodes of In Another World with My Smartphone. Sorry, I watched the first episode and a half of In Another World with My Smartphone and went, this is just too shit. <laughs> John, I don't know if we've talked about it before. I, yeah? I finished the first season. Why? So it's I was so bad. No, that's why. That's why. It's like I No, I was, it's it's not even so bad it's good or no, so it's bad not. you can't look away. It's just so bad. It's so bad it's terrible, right? It's it's yeah. It's fucking miserable to watch every fucking second of it. But there's one thing that I actually do genuinely like about the show. It has one thing. And that is that okay. it is a harem anime, right? And everybody yes. wants to dick down the main dude. And at the end of the first season, they all decide that that's okay. They can all dick him down <laughs> when he's ready. They have a whole agreement about it. They're like, yes, we will all be sister wives. It is cool. Gosh. So... I like that they didn't uh, that they didn't play around with like oh who's he actually going to choose once he's ready for sex he will choose all of them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, in in other things that I'm not going to be watching, there's a new episode or new season of Demon Slayer, which I know a lot of people care about. That's sexy. Um, Love it. There's also a new season of The Ancient Magus's Bride. Never seen it. Uh, it's it's one of those anime that everyone says is fantastic, but I didn't watch it. Right. Uh, in case you care, uh, there's an o- another season of Kuma 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 Bear. Uh, that's a show? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> in things that I am going to be watching, uh, The Witch for Mercury Season 2. God, I still haven't finished the first season. Jesus. Well, damn it, man. Uh, New season of Pokemon. I don't Uh, care. I don't give a shit about that yet. Oh, wait, actually, it's a little uh, fun because uh, Ash is no longer the main character. Yes, Ash is gone. Yeah, Ash has finally grown up. He's 11 years old now. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't he always? No, he was always 10. Okay. Yeah. I, I. It would have been funny if you're like, yeah, he's grown up now. He's finally reached 10 years old. <laughs> um, to, to take this back to my glowing weak point, uh, one of these, like, like the only two that I'm actually watching are, well, I mean, Mobile Suit Gundam, but that's, that's one that Kristen already watches. And Dr. Stone, which is like, there's way too much of that for her to catch up with. God, I love Dr. Stone so much. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, quick question. There's a s- fuck that. I'm going to continue with my thing. Okay, and then we'll have uh, our quick question afterwards. Yep. There's a second season of Tony Kawa Over the Moon for You, which is just a super cute show about this girl who's a moon princess uh, and oh, this boy who I gets watched saved that. by her. Yeah, and I remember it's that. Just, it's, just, it's just wholesome and sweet, and they love each other very much, and, and there are people that try and break them up because they're trash people, but um, they, they stick together because they do just love each other, and it's great. Aren't they also, uh, like, actually married already? Yeah, yeah, they, they get married in... Like I think episode the one. second episode? <laughs> I think it's the second. I, I mean, I just watched through all of it, but... She shows I back up actually... after, like, four years or some shit. And, yeah. And and marries him, like, that day. Yeah, it's it's that night. She shows up in the middle of the night and is like, well, let's, let's go get married. I promise like, to marry okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, super, super cute anime. Also, the fact that like, she's well, a moon princess does not come up often. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, and and that's, that's conjecture based off of fact. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's an incidental detail that she is some kind of moon princess. Yeah. Um, so, uh, watch, watch through that. The whole series, uh, with Kristen before the new season, because... You know, she wanted to get something that I would just be watching. So, yeah. that's one. Okay, the quick question. Um, Dr. Stone, is it an okay, isekai? Yes. <sighs> wow, we're chewing on I, this question I, for a mm, while. Mm, mm. We're really, we're yeah, really I don't feeling know, this like, one in our mouths. Like, Literally speaking, no. Right. And and even feel of the anime. It doesn't feel like an isekai. Right. Like, Don Machi isn't an isekai, but it might as well be. I would argue that it, it doesn't really anymore, but early Don okay, Machi. Okay, not, not anymore, no. But, like, yeah, the first two seasons are, are like, yeah... Uh, this and Sword Art Online, they're the same thing. Yeah, it, it's um, coming to its own in, like, the past couple seasons. Yeah. But, like, it, and there's there's a season or something, at, or at, at least one season of a show that comes out every season that is, like, this is an isekai, but technically not. Right. Dr. Stone doesn't feel like an isekai. It's, by the letter of the law, also not an isekai. It is right. the same world. But at the same time, it's it's kind of like a reborn or reincarnated. Like, it's it's literally the same bodies, the same people, the same birth. They just oh, went to sleep for like 3,000 years. years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay. No. So here's here's my but point. kind of yes. Is do we do we consider Inuyasha in isekai? By the letter of the word, <laughs> yes. But by feel, no. Okay. I mean, but but like it's not another world. She just goes back in time. Okay, that's that's fair. I mean, she goes back in time, and then they have magic and stuff. Which right. We don't have in our world. So, like, 
I mean, the, she, almost, she didn't know she had it in her world. But it was there. I'm going to say yes, because it, it does fit some of the requirements. Like, um, it's like a fish out of water. Right. That that's that's one of the key points of an isekai is it's like you are this person you are not typically in this world but at, so like you're new to this and everyone else isn't. Um, See, I'm loving this because now we get to go back to Doctor Stone and say that is also a fish out of water situation, right? I mean, my my <laughs> argument is no because like it's. Everyone is in the same situation. It's That's more not like true. in death games. There, there are correct. Uh, there, there, <laughs> there are people from that time. But there are people who are not fish out of water in Doctor yeah. Stone. Who they are directly related to? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. He's like their great 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 grand <laughs> uncle. More, or more greats in there. There's a whole fucking load There's of greats in there. There's a lot more greats in there. I mean, he's, they're basically the Adam and, and Eves to those people's uh, yeah, they, they, <laughs> current day. <laughs> they, they're, they're Adam and Eve's first son. Yeah. Um, Wait, wasn't one of them actually named Eve? I don't. Was it? Remember, it's. it's I think been the a the uh, the singer wasn't her name Eve. Is it Ava? Whatever. We can move on now. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking Whatever. it up. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I I I looked up Doctor Stone Ava, and apparently there's a Doctor Ava Stone, and that's as far as I could get. Oh, great. <laughs> What yeah, so, uh, Dr. Ava Stone, the, this is your shout-out. Uh, you have fun uh, being a nurse practitioner. Okay. <laughs> no, no, she, internal, internal medicine. Okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. Okay. She's also a nurse practitioner. All right. I don't know how you're both of those, but awesome. Yeah, I don't... So we watched anime. Have Yes, we did. We watched a lot of anime. I watched a lot, a lot of, of anime. anime. <laughs> now, I we're we're gonna have to put a caveat here. Bungo Stray Dogs fourth season, I think, is ongoing, and also I'm not currently up to date on. So we're not gonna talk about that, especially because you haven't. All right, bye. I think you talked about it, but yeah, like, I mentioned before that I've seen the first season, and that's like it. Yeah. So, like, not going to talk about that. The Misfit of Demon King Academy Season 2 stopped at Episode 6 because everyone caught COVID in, in the uh, studio and, and has still not updated hiatus. since. Yeah. So, okay. like, that, whatever. <laughs> uh, also, Uncle from Another World is still on our list, but again... It has it, not come back, despite the fact that it is, months ago it said that it would come back in November. And I have seen episodes on my perfectly legitimate way to watch uh, anime. Um, so clearly Netflix has just forgotten about this show, like, in its entirety. Presumably. Yeah. But, I don't, I don't know. Okay. 
yet. Uh, I haven't watched anything since like episode seven, so we can yeah. leave it. Aside from that, everything on here is done, and I've watched it. <laughs> it's kind of sad that some of these are done. To be honest, it is honestly there. There were there were some really really standout ones. Uh, let me. Are, did you scratch through everything that you didn't catch up with? Uh, I left them scratched out, and then I, I I always forget how to scratch out things, so I just deleted the stuff that I did not catch up with. Okay, so so you did watch these? Those two. You just haven't. Not all of them? No. I, the two that are not scratched out, I have watched. Okay, so everything else you haven't watched. Yes. Okay. Whew. Well, my list is like ten times longer than yours. Right. (laughs) Let's get through some of yours. Uh, Yeah, we'll just start at the top and work our way down. The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten was a fantastic anime. They end up together. So much of the the last three or four episodes were just like, fucking get a clue. She loves you. (laughs) Like, you love her. She loves you. She's dropping... She's dropping clues that clueless me at a young age would have would have immediately recognized. Like she's just straight up like, kissing him. Yes, like <laughs> straight up kissing him, and he's like, "I, I if she likes why me. would you, why would you do that? We're we're trying not to get close to get to each other right now because you don't love me. Oh my god! Uh, but I love you. If you if you do that again, I don't know if I'll be able to stop myself." Wow, that's weird. <laughs> and then she kisses him again, and he's like, man, now I'm going to have to kiss you back. How dare you? Oh, no. <laughs> man, this is really weird. I'm very frustrated by the way you're treating me right now, because it's making me sexually frustrated, because I love you, and you don't love me back. But, like, how how hard do we have to hit you over the head with this? Right. Um, so, um, you you said it was really good, and then you described something that would make me want to gouge my eyes out, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was, mostly it was good. It was really sweet. The, at the last few episodes were, were frustrating with him, and, and not even, like, super frustrating, because, like, they, they were making breakthroughs every episode. It, it just, like, the three whole three episodes could have just been, like, you could have skipped them and just gone straight for the prize. Right. But, but they, instead, they take the slow route, and, and he, he slowly, uh, they, they get together. Okay. But, in the end of it, they do get together. I rate it an 8 out of 10, because they do not kiss at the end, they just kind of kiss each other's cheeks and hold each other and say they love each other. Lame. It's good, but no kisses. Need more kisses. Yeah. All right, Spy uh, Classroom. Spy cla- still going on. It's not great. Nobody cares. <laughs> Got it. No, nobody cares. <laughs> try, try Gun Stampede. After the first four episodes, the animation gets better. Okay. They stop doing the Ruby era weird twitching CG bullshit, uh, and and it gets 
you, you understand the characters more. It, it, it fleshes it out. Man, it, it pushes through the story real fast. Um, but there's going to be a season two. So looking forward to that. They do finish the... Functionally, they finish the storyline of the original Trigon. Okay. They, they go through the whole whole thing. thing but we, we don't meet a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters we just don't meet at all. Um, and like we, there's, there's some big bads out there, like, like Blue Summers. That's, he's, he shows up several times and then he, he is not killed in the end. Showing up. Yeah. He, he just stops showing up. So he's, he's still there. Um, but at the end of it, uh, the, the big bad goes bye bye. So, okay. Permanently. Bye, big bad. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what'll come next. I, I liked how they changed certain things. Um, there's there's a lot of changes. Like there's worms on the planet uh, that are there's like this ecosystem of these glowing dragonflies that if they grow large enough, they become these giant worms, and they have one hive mind across the entire planet. Um, and they are the original species on the planet. So Zazie the Beast was a character in the original one who's just a normal human that can control animals and stuff. And in this one, Zazie the Beast is the worms. Okay. <laughs> but he's not, like, 100% on Millions Knives' team because he's the original species on the of the planet. Right. So it's his plan to get rid of all of you. Yeah, yeah. He is. He is in this the Native American, uh, and and we are the, we are the. I guess uh, millions knives are like the French because he's he's looking out for all the plants, and uh, the humans are the British, <laughs> and he basically is like I can't defeat both of you. <laughs> so like. Whose team is better at this point? <laughs> do I help the plants and Millions Knives, or do I help Vash and the humans? Um, it's it, very interesting. They did a really good job changing characters, keeping characters based on the same thing, but adding adding to them. Really good show. I it took me a while to get past the first few episodes of Garbo animation because art style's hard for me to get past. But, but it was good. You said worms, and I remembered the Trigun mostly took place in a desert, and my mind immediately jumped to a dune sand. <laughs> to dune, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was. It is kind of dune. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Ningen Fushin Adventures, who don't believe in humanity will save the world, was pretty good. Man, I wonder if that um, was a light novel. <laughs> I would be surprised if they don't make a sequel for it. I would not rush to watch the first one to to keep up with it. It's pretty good, but it's not anywhere close to the best thing this season. Right. Now, I've gone through half my list, so why don't we go through your two? Okay. Um, let's start with Revenger. Uh, okay. Revenger was perfect. Um, okay. 
it's it's just a perfect like samurai drama you know it's got it's got lost love it's got tragedy it's got action it's got uh evil samurai assassins versus the good samurai assassins um yeah and then oh my god the end of the show made me cry because <laughs> like like what happens is they win and everybody survives right and uh yeah <coughs> but but the main character the samurai uh never really moves past losing his fiance and like he's an artist yeah but all he can draw is her face like over and over just her um and he he's never able to break out of that and then he's he's walking around the town at night, and one of the only surviving uh, uh, evil samurai shows up and stabs him in the back, and he he dies in the same place where he that met sucks. he met his uh his friend who brought him into the assassins. Um, yeah, it it was very sad, but also that exactly. Exactly how you would expect the show to end, like yeah, but perfect, love it. Um, Does he kill the other assassin while he he dies? No, he turns around and he just smiles at at them. Okay, yeah, and then and then you can see in the eyes of the person who killed him, like oh, like that didn't actually do anything for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't just win. Yeah. <laughs> and the cycle of revenge ends, you know? And that's that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Tell me about Bofuri. Bofuri is cute as fuck. Uh, <laughs> that's that's about all Bofuri has ever had going for it, is that it's cute as fuck, and, and the characters just get more absurd as the show goes on. Right now, they all have mm-hmm. pets, and their pets do ridiculous things for them. Um, and they're in the middle of an event, and the three big, uh, guilds have all teamed together because of bullshit the developers are doing. <laughs> Honestly, it's really fun how they've, they, they do have an antagonist in Bofuri in the developers screwing with everybody because they're upset that Maple got so strong. Like, they designed this <laughs> shitty-ass game, and Maple yeah. fucking face-planted her way into being one of the strongest characters in the game, and now they're falling over backwards across themselves, trying to stop her from becoming even more powerful, and they just fail yeah. at, at every opportunity. They, they completely miss the mark. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. And now the other two strongest people in the game are teamed up with her, with their entire guilds, and her entire guild in the middle of this event. And so, like, nothing's going to touch them, you know? Nothing can possibly happen to them. And so it's just going to be fucking hilarious watching them devastate what is supposedly the hardest, toughest event these developers could come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Ugh. You want to talk about a couple right. that we've both watched? Sure. Uh, you pick. Uh, I mean Don Machi. 
Yeah. Don, Don Machi also made me cry. Yes. Oh gosh. At that final fight there where they're they're fighting the the final beast, the juggernaut and juggernaut and uh-huh. she she's half dead and looking at her friends, dude, immediately started crying. Right? And, and then they they they're like go go, you can't leave yet. You have to go fight. And then she goes and fights and then she fights alongside the spirits of her friends. Right. And, oh, I was so crying at that point. And like she really thought that they they had turned their backs on her because they she had fallen out of their grace. Like you've you've betrayed us and everything that we stood for and so we don't accept you. No. And that's yeah. why she thought they were always turned away from her. And really it's just because she's not meant to be there yet. Uh-huh. It's not time. Right. And when it when it is, they will be there for you. And that was so sweet, yeah. and I'm tearing up as I'm talking about it. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! It was it was the the fights were epic. The the changes in characters, like he, I mean, he just becomes even stronger than than before through this ordeal. I mean, Ryu? that's that's kind of his thing. Is that like every time he he keeps he he encounters a difficulty, he. He gets he, he takes it to another level. He takes yes. himself to another level. The the blacksmith, fuck, oh. <laughs> where he's just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know this has never been done before, but I'm gonna fucking craft a sword in the middle of the dungeon, and also and, and more it's than just craft a sword, breakable. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a magic sword, which are always breakable. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fucking make it not. I'm going to make a literally. God tier weapon. An eternal magic sword that can shoot flames as long as he is alive. <laughs> and yes. then when he's dead, someone else can pick up the sword and it will still shoot flames. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, like, like. And his growth as a character, just beyond that, of him, like, realizing his purpose and realizing, like, yeah, so good. Everybody, everybody grew everybody. this fucking season. Yes. Like, Ryu it, is an entirely different character from the beginning of this season to yes. the end. Like, uh-huh. on a fundamental level, she is a changed person, and it is yeah. amazing. Now, Daphne fucking didn't grow, which sucks. No, Daphne's annoying. Fucking listen to Cassandra. <laughs> Yeah, Daphne Daphne is the most annoying character. I saw a lot of comments talking about how Cassandra was annoying, and I'm like, no, she's trying to say shit, and Daphne just keeps and talking past her. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will listen, and they actively are like, nah, fuck your plans, fuck your ideas, you're wrong. And everything that she was saying not, is though. eventually proven correct, and she figures yes. out the meaning of her fucking prophecies and saves everybody's life. Yes, every single time. <laughs> yes. And I think they're still uh, unaware that that's what she was doing, which is yeah. infuriating. It's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage is what it is. Uh... But other, th- other than fucking Daphne, the show is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Everybody eventually makes it out alive. Mm-hmm. And everything is good. 
Well, uh, yeah. Except for Bell's arm. Bell's arm seems to be like <coughs> permanently broken or some shit. Yeah, uh, it'll get better. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, what's next? Uh, all right. Well, yeah. I I guess I'll I'll finish out mine. Okay. Um, a couple of isekais in a row. Uh, farming life in another world. Uh, it's a harem anime. Uh, nearly so. Almost everyone that joins his new town because he, he builds a, a town around his farming. Uh, everyone that comes is incredibly overpowered. Okay. Like, like he's got a literal army of elves and <laughs> lizard men, and um, he's got uh, the princess dragon and the queen dragon from the north there. He's got the two demonic vampire sisters who are like the the second most powerful vampires in the world. Um, and the good graces of everyone above them as well. So like, like, yes, he's got the princess of the dragon kingdom, but also the dragon king shows up, uh, at least once a week to get drunk off of ale with them. Right. Um, the, he, he crafts an idols for the, some idols for the, the gods that, um, uh, reincarnated him and the, uh, elder vampire, like the vampire, um, the strongest vampire. vampire in the world who's yeah, probably yeah, these the, sister's dad. Yeah, the the progenitor of vampires shows oh. up and is like, Well, these uh the these statues are fantastic. Can I get a copy of them? And and like he goes off and, and installs them in a church where he's uh, a secret, like he runs the church. Um the I feel the like several they stole princesses that from reincarnated as a slime. I don't remember that from reincarnated as a slime, you probably didn't but... reach that point. But the uh, the sh- the big church in the world is st- secretly yeah. run by uh, the strongest vampire. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking of the idols part, not the, the oh, vampire part. No, I was talking about um, the vampire part. Yeah. Um. Well, he's a. Uh, He's technically a part of the demon kingdom, and uh, he, uh, the several of their higher ups, uh, l- like l- l- lower princesses, um, just live there now. Uh, he, from the very beginning, has had an army of uh, blaze wolves, where each one could like decimate a city, uh, <laughs> like. Like, it, every time someone shows up there, they're like, yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> but, like, 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 there's nothing we could do to, to combat this. Right. We're literally, like, every single place you look is someone who's terrifying. And then you look at the main character and he's like, la-di-da-di-da. Except for the fact that the, the ultimate farming tool that he's been given is a weapon... It's it's actually a morphing weapon that is the god weapon. It's, oh, I remember it's the you weapon told me of, about that. Of God, and he would die if he didn't have unlimited health. And like he throws it, and anything it hits just instantly dies. Right. <laughs> so, 
Like a wyvern shows up and they're like, oh no, a wyvern's here. This would take the entire Demon King army to to kill, but oh, it's dead. What one shot. <laughs> Solved that issue. Yeah. And it's just like, huh, what, what was the problem here? Um, so anyways, the only men that have ever shown up are dwarves that are only interested in, in women with beards, so not sexually interested in any of the women that are there, or lizard men who are, are only interested in lizards. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Those are the only men that have joined this. And there are multiple thousands of women here and every time they show up they're like oh yeah this will be great when are we gonna have kids well maybe if you went and, to a place where dudes are and and constantly the main character's like I'm just gonna ignore that you asked that and walk away um one of the vampires gets pregnant uh so clearly he was sleeping with them <laughs> uh <laughs> And, and they're like, well, this is a blessing because uh, usually they, it's it's like once every 100,000 years they can give birth. Like, vampires in general can give birth. Not um, a single vampire. I, any vampire yeah. within the vampire race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it, it probably has something to do with the fact that he has literally unlimited vitality because that's what he was gifted by the gods. That's called super sperm. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> pretty sure he could knock up a rock if he tried. Um, Let's not. But though. yeah, so yeah, he ha- he has a kid. I mean, they they didn't give birth yet. They they just kind of ended the show. But okay, it's cute. <laughs> it just ends. Yeah, unless I missed an episode, but uh, I don't care. Right. Um, I, I I give it a C. It was fun, but uh, who cares? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill, which the of course the absurd skill is I can just order anything off the internet. Remember um, that, and yeah, and he immediately uh, gets a Fenrir as his uh, uh, pet, I guess his familiar. Uh, yeah. Which uh, Fenrir is the it's a divine beast, so it it, it just can kill anything. Um, and then later he finds a slime that he tames and that becomes his second familiar. And then the slime gets the power to just like create health potions and also spit acid, uh, rapid fire that just instantly melts whatever attacks. And they both turn into uh, so, hot women, right? No, actually there, oh. are, there are no, this, this is not a love, uh, um, fantasy at all this oh. is not a love easy guy this is this is a power fantasy comedy uh where uh <laughs> Fenrir just goes hunting randomly to catch food um but he catches like orcs and um uh wyverns and dragons and stuff i don't and care what situation take- i'm in i'm not eating an orc Apparently, orc tastes like a really high class pig meat. Still not going like, to eat like orc. Really good pig meat. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> he has a problem with it too, but if he closes his eyes and tries it, and it's delicious. Okay. Um, he he moves past it, but yeah, and and then they they just 
keep killing harder and harder and more difficult things, and then people are shocked at it, and they get lots of money for selling them, and they get all the meat, and they eat all these high-class ingredients, and, uh, it's, yeah, it's okay. Okay. Um, it's another C tier anime. Alright, last one on your list. The magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady was... Because it's that, just a that a chef's it's kiss? just a bunch of lesbos. Okay. It's just a bunch of lesbos. We do love lesbians. And, and and here's the thing: at the end of the anime, they fucking get it on. Oh, I mean, there's smooching, there's snogging, there's there's That's pushing the each other thing. back onto beds and fade to black. Oh, it's it's like they. And and what the the reincarnated princess throughout the entirety of the anime is 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 like really pushing this sort of thing, and then at the end of it, the genius young lady is like, "All right, you want this? You're gonna get this." And the reincarnated princess is like, "What? No, we can't. This this. Uh, how could we do this?" And and she's like, "I don't give a shit. I just became queen." I just became an immortal queen who's Did you know uh, got endless that when I'm queen I can fuck whoever I want. <laughs> exactly. And she's just like, yeah, I don't I don't care. I I I literally just became immortal to save your life so that you could do the things you want to do because I love you. I'm going to kiss you. Like <laughs> like this is not optional. You're getting kissed and you're going to like it. And we're going to live together for the rest of our lives, kissing and loving on each other. And then they do. And, like, this whole ass-backwards, misogynistic, uh, um, proletariat, uh, bullshit, or a bourgeoisie bullshit, um, I just gets thrown aside. They're like, nah, fuck you. Magic is not for just the rich and powerful. We're going to make all these magical gadgets that anyone can use, and, yeah, you Cool. Yeah, you you got magic. You can't even fly, but everyone can fly now because I made I made dresses that can allow you to fly. I made fucking airplanes that fly. Get fucked. Suck on a <laughs> dick, bougie bitches. So, so they're like, hey, cool. Like, uh, first of all, um, we're switching up the uh, the lineage, the like the who's in control here. Second of all, uh, all the rich people, you're now no longer rich. Fuck you. You, you mean nothing to the world. And third of all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna snog this bitch. And, <laughs> like, it got to the end of it and we both literally were cheering. We're like, yeah! <laughs> Woo! That's awesome. Uh, uh, it's not often that you get a couple of gay girls and it's even less common for them to start smooching at the end. Right. Perfect. Perfect anime. Almost. Because Endo and Kobayashi Live is the actual perfect anime. <laughs> Absolutely. Like this this one like a lot of mine really enjoy. I will say really I'm not sure it. if the last episode is out yet. I haven't watched it. It is out. I haven't watched it, but I kind of know what happens. It doesn't matter because everything leading up to this has been so yeah, yeah. perfect and beautiful. And yes. it's just like a 
It's like a triple-sided love story where everybody's going to be happy at the end. Yes. <laughs> and 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 they're so so fucking cute. Lisa Lot is such a tsundere, but she's so cute. She's so nice and good. And, and yeah, and Sieg it, like the fact that like early on he recognizes this and is like, "Yes, you're you're kind of a pain." But everything you do is so adorable. How could I not love you? Right. Now that I and understand then, how to look at how you're acting, oh, yeah. I get it. You're such a nice person. <laughs> yeah, and then Indo and Kobayashi, their love story, which which about it's about to be finalized. I'm that's what oh the God. next episode is gonna do. Is it's gonna be like it's it's time. Listen, I was it's not expecting the two of you. I was not expecting the Endo and Kobayashi bits to get me to cry, but when we go over how Endo and Kobayashi met, I cried. Oh, oh, absolutely. Fucking like, hell. It's, it's such a good anime. Like, like, he lost all of his, like, everything he had ever worked for in life was taken away from him because of just a gone. single injury, yep. and he was legit just, like, on the precipice of suicide. And then she's there, yeah. and she invites him to do something. And sometimes that's all you fucking need. You just need somebody yeah, you to just reach need out someone to come and ask alongside. You. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I cried. So good. <laughs> Every part. There has not been a single part of this show that I've been like, or like, oh, this is cringy, or oh man, that's frustrating, or I was like, like oh shit, this show has things to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like like the angel next door spoils me rotten was just sweet all the way through, but but at, towards the end, like you're know, like just fucking do it. But that's that never happens in Indo and Kobayashi Live. It's it's like from the beginning they're just like, yeah, I love you. Yes, <laughs> like <laughs> and 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 they're not like oh, but like what if she doesn't love you too? It's like I see you love me. I'm telling you, I love you too. The only and, one and who is no, like, ever uncertain what? about how somebody feels, there's two people who are ever uncertain about how the other person feels. And that's Endo and Lisa Lot. And Lisa yes. Lot has a reason in that she's being fucking tormented by an ancient witch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, she's fucking literally cursed to not <laughs> recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Absolutely anime of the season. Yeah. Um, and then Handyman Saito in Another World. I've talked about this. Second place. You finally caught up. Yes. Yes. Second place anime of the season. Handyman Saito is perfect. Listen, they spent the last episode mostly on a bullshit nonsense story about how the yes. fairy became big for a day. It meant yes. nothing. It added nothing. It was hilarious as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> It was a like, it, and that's that's how most of the anime was. It was just like, here's these little vignettes that they don't matter at all, and then suddenly they do. But like, they like they still don't matter that much. You can you can jump in to literally any point in the anime and be like, this is hilarious. Yes. I love this. The last like, you don't gag miss in anything. the 
the last gag in the show, literally the last scene in the show, is the old man wizard putting a cup on his dick, and then his dick gets so big that it breaks down the walls of the inn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it it's another perfect anime. Also, <laughs> now that we know about the existence of the cup, we know why he thought his dick was the size of a Madaraka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Madaraka. About half a Madaraka. <laughs> and like they never kiss or anything, but clearly Saito and Ryoza at the end are a thing. Like Oh yeah, absolutely. They have confessed to each other, you know? Like Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. They did not they waste on, my time. Yeah. No. And no, I hope they did this not. show comes back because oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I doubt it, but But there's so man, much more is... they could do. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, even beyond I, like I, the nonsense gags, you know. Uh-huh. There's still more in the actual like plot that they can build on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, like, they could go back to the dog, because, like, the the dog is clearly related to the wolf that she grew up with. Yes. The, the wolf uh, that like, died the, the, in, the, uh, in the underworld. In the demon realm, Is yeah. the wolf is, that she is, grew up with. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, there's, 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 there's legs there. Yes. There's, <laughs> there is... I mean, oh, there's so the uh, the time mage that fought uh, yeah. Morlock and then just disappeared. Like, we can yeah. go back to the time mage, you know? Uh-huh. Fucking... The... Listen, right now I'm just thinking about how during that uh, one of those last segments where uh, everybody shows up in the bar asking Saito for help. Um, yes! Oh, and I am also here! <laughs> Yeah, well, I was thinking of, you can see in the background of some of the scenes, outside the door, the fucking monk with the giant, like, god tree staff. Yes. Just fucking wiggling oh. around out there. <laughs> I I loved the, that, that final scene of them, like, going back and forth of, like, <laughs> you, yeah, uh, you should come, yeah, I've, I've built a un- Stealable lock, and oh, I need you to fix my thing, and and then the dwarf's like, I am also, also here, here. <laughs> <laughs> and I need you to do this. Oh, come do this with me. Oh, let's do this. I also am here. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's just hilarious. It's the, through and through. It's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Like it matches. It, it matches up with shows like Nietzsche Joe that are just like laugh yeah, after laugh. It's it's there. It's so good. Yeah. Uh. Alright. Well, that is our anime that we watched. Um It is. Are you still planning on getting caught up on the others or, or no? Uh I'll probably hit up Nagatoro and the vampire okay. di- dies in no time. And eventually Blue Lock. I'm just not in the mood for it right now. Yeah. Like I said, it should have ended the first season at 11 and then given me a break. So I'm taking my own yeah. break post-11. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Game facts! The facts about the Zork. Zork. 
Zork mm-hmm. is a text adventure game developed and published by Infocom for the Deck PDP-10 and split up and ported to everything else. Now, we have talked about the Deck PDP-10. Oh, yeah, we have. Yeah, Multiple we have. times, in fact. Yeah. See, you thought I was going to do one of those those things where I'm like, that's a fucking nonsense concept. We've never talked about that before. No. But I didn't. No, there, I there's it. no way. There's no way you didn't remember the deck PDP-10. <laughs> Everyone knows about the deck PDP-10. Oh, yeah. It's common knowledge on the streets. <laughs> what streets are you walking? <laughs> streets of MIT? <laughs> I'm pretty sure even at MIT, only like one out of every three people will know what a deck PDP-10 is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In Zork, you traverse the ruins of the Great Underground Empire, solving puzzles, defeating wicked trolls and other beings, collecting treasures, and dying by darkness-hidden grues. <laughs> Just yeah. getting your shit rocked by grues. Yeah, you can't kill a grue. Oh, no? They hide in the darkness. If you uh, go into the darkness too far, a gru will kill you. Okay. Is that a thing that they say in Zork? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Similar to how last week's Dune 2 built upon its one predecessor, Herzog's Vi, and cemented its genre in history, Colossal Cave Adventure laid, laid the groundwork that Zork finalized. So was this all just like a bait and switch to talk about Colossal Cave Adventure? No. Okay. But we are. I mean, I'll, I'll talk, talk a little bit about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we're talking much. a little bit about it because uh, Colossal Cave Adventure could only handle two word commands get sword, kill troll, use key. And Infocom hated the limitations and lack of imagination fueled the, uh, fuel that provided. So they built their own engine that could handle full sentences like kill bigger troll with sword or use key on West Door, which was a huge step up. Yeah, just think about all the the options you have. Like, if if Put kill dick troll in magic is all hand. that there is, there, <laughs> there's uh, there can only be one troll available at a time, right? But if you can have adjectives on things, then there's adjectives. Maybe a sword does more damage, but a spear keeps you safer away. So kill bigger troll or with sword or with spear instead of just kill troll, which just does X damage and then you move on. Uh, use key. Well, that just means that uh, the the one thing that can use a key it gets the key used on it. So you can't have like a chest and a door and um, uh, a chastity cage all be in the same room. You've, right. You've got to you you can you can only have one thing. But with Zor, you can have everything. Cage? I, I did. <laughs> Call the locksmith. <laughs> are we? Hold on. Are we doing men in tights right now? Is that what's happening? Yes. That, that was that was the thing I was going back to. Yes. <laughs> Fucking out of left field Robin Hood men in tights reference. <laughs> hey, I love that movie. Uh, Initially developed as a research project between several MIT students and Dave Lebling, that's not an awesome name, a research staff member, they had all developed games before. The students had made a multiplayer trivia game, and Lebling had been heavily involved in the creation and expansion of Maze, 
1973 precursor to 3D first-person shooters. Doom before Doom. Which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Yeah. Since the PDP-10 is a networked system, many other users would snoop through the system to find anything new on it, and they stumbled upon the latest Zork. At the time, the research team used Zork as a placeholder name for works in progress. But that didn't stop people from trying it out and becoming the first open beta testers, providing tons of feedback for the developers. And then because so many people had played it, Zork just stuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they, they did come up with a different name, eventually. Uh, they called it Dungeon, and then were sued by Dungeons & Dragons, and they changed the name to avoid having to pay anything. That seems like they shouldn't be able to do that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, the the word dungeon, the I feel like, is vague enough. And also, your name isn't dungeon. It's Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think there's any dragons in Zork. I've never beaten it, but... I can't imagine. No. Colossal Cave Adventure was written in Fortran, and thus was able to be pirated to everything that exists basically immediately. But Zork was built in MDL, which was more specialized, and was also massive. So while people at MIT could play it, and others could connect via ARPANET, it wasn't really portable until they rebuilt it. <clears throat> I resisted the urge to call it DARPANET. <laughs> Create a conspiracy theory about Zork. <laughs> uh, ARPANET was the internet for... Uh, educational establishments before the internet existed. Ah. Give it, so give it, it to was, colleges first. It was the second iteration of the internet. Uh, the first one, I believe, was for defense purposes. Right. So Yeah, it was initially just like a military <laughs> the, thing. The, the first one was DARPANET. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was DARPANET. Look at that. <laughs> With the program taking up about 430 kilobytes. <laughs> I fucking wrote like a fucking, a three sentence blog post for a, a class earlier today that took up more space than this program. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Which was massive for the time. They had to split it three ways for commercial release on personal computers. Zork 1, the great underground empire. Zork 2, the Wizard of Frobaz, and Zork 3, the Dungeon Master. Zork has been described as as influential on gaming as the Iliad is on poetry. Jesus, get out of your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that was actually not described by the developers that right. was I mean, I mean whoever said it I'm not I'm not saying the developers <laughs> of Zork should get out of their own ass I'm saying whoever fucking wrote that shit like give it give it 2000 years and then we'll talk <laughs> it, but it certainly has much it can claim including cementing the adventure game genre as well as directly influencing the mud genre which itself is the forefather of MMORPGs as a whole. We only have well, Final Fantasy fourteen because of <laughs> Zork. It's it's actually true. Uh, I mean, without Zork, really, we wouldn't have gotten that. Or at least it would have taken a whole lot longer. Right. 
Um, the, the RuneScape, I would not be playing every day were it not for Zork. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Because um, that's that's a lot closer to MUDs. Yeah. Um, After their success with Zork, Infocom would go on to make a lot more games that, honestly, we've already mostly talked about. Including more Zork games, including some graphical ones made by... You wrote including here just a lot. I, I did. I did. <laughs> some graphical ones made by Activision that we had a whole other game facts about. As well as some choose-your-own-adventure Zork books before doing what they had wanted to do all along. Make business software? It bombed, they folded, Activision bought them, and presumably went and harassed all their female employees, because they're absolute pieces and, of shit who should burn in a fire. And that was just the facts. <laughs> uh. When do we eat Bobby Kotick? <laughs> so you see, you won't eat an orc, but you will eat Bobby Kotick. You know what? Actually, that is eating an orc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I uh. would eat an orc. <laughs> all right it's time for the media that made us it is uh, a a double feature picture show tonight uh with the tim curry special we're doing clue is the media that made wombat and the rocky horror picture show is the media that made me now I, i'll start by saying that that this is probably the latest in life we've ever talked about something that, like, came into yes. my life. Um, yes. Because this is, like, 1920 when I first watched probably both of these movies. Definitely Rocky <laughs> Horror Picture Show. Uh, but probably Clue. What? Like, oh, were you saying 2019, 2020? No, like, I was 19 or 20. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. So, so it's like, there's no fucking way you were alive in 1920. No, like, like <laughs> 10 years ago, like, tops, yeah. the, these movies came in. But they, they, they're they very important to me. Um, I would say Clue definitely more so, which is why I, I picked that one. Um, when, did, okay. when did you first encounter a Rocky Horror Picture Show? I would have been 21 and a half, I'd say. Okay. And, yeah, uh, that's, that's about right. Look, like, how'd you come across it? <laughs> my brother. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, my brother fully introduced me to it, and, uh, all, all the weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he, he was very much into Rocky Horror Picture Show, and, uh, he has the, the original vinyl for it. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, he's probably watched it uh, a few dozen times. Yeah. <clears throat> this was probably like um, my fifth or sixth time watching it. Okay. Um, my first time, it was at a, uh, it was at one of those conventions and they did a shadow cast and my friend okay. wanted to go see the shadow cast. And so that, that yeah. was my first experience was that. All right. <clears throat> Um, so I mean, let's go over the movie real quick. Rocky Horror Picture Show is about transgender aliens. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
I mean, it's really just about yes. music. It's, it really is. It's yeah. a, it's about music, and it's about it's about being weird. Yeah, and like owning that you're weird. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it, this is a hard movie to describe. It, it is. Uh, <laughs> so ba- basically, it's... two two schlubs from 1950s Ohio get get stuck on the road near a creepy old mansion and they go up to the mansion and uh, and then and then the the next 24 hours they have a sexual awakening yeah <laughs> and, and they also get turned into stone and are i think hypnotized into performing a a stage show yeah mm. Before the transgender aliens turn on each other and they run out the door. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the story of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Uh, Also, during the the process of this, they uh, create a Frankenstein. The the titular Rocky Horror. Yes. The the, the Rocky Horror. uh, A Frankenstein's monster. A very sexy model of a man. Um, God, did he look good in those golden underpants. <laughs> he is good for relieving my tension. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they kill and eat a man. They do. You know what? Uh, the, yeah. the first couple of times, I did not realize they were actually eating meatloaf. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I... I Me- I knew that they were eating over meatloaf. I didn't realize they were eating him. Yes. Yeah, but they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meatloaf is for dinner, and by that I mean bad out of hell M- meatloaf. Yeah, they they they, they <laughs> consume they consume the actor known as Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about with this movie? <laughs> where, where, where do you well, want to this, start? <laughs> I, I want to say that uh, we'll, we'll just get into what made this movie special for me. Which is, is that uh, in this movie, there's there's Brad and Janet are the, are the two uh, nothings from Ohio, as, as you put it. Um, who who go through a sexual awakening um, to become interesting people at the end of this. And I was, when I first watched this, I was just beginning my own trip in discovering who I was and um, the the oddness of others and the different ways in which uh, one could explore their own sexuality and uh, I, I identified with some of these things, but also it just normalized a lot of it. I yeah, mean, it no- normalizes is a weird word because nothing about Rocky Horror Picture Show is normal. But I mean, it, <laughs> everyone it does. Is, is very weird, and and everything is pushed to to eleven or twelve. Um, but they're but, weird in ways that like are believable. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's 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 also just fun. 
And they're not bad I mean, people because they're weird. Like they are no, bad people, no. most of them. Yes. Most of the transgender yeah. people are bad people. Yes. But it's it's because but, of the actions that they take and not because of like who or what they are. Yeah. You know? Like like Frankenfurter is a bad person because he plays God and is a rapist. And, and a murderer. And a murderer. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that one. He does he does straight up murder Meatloaf. Yes. He he does straight up murder and he's also a known cannibal. Like like they all they all eat human flesh. But there's a difference between eating knowing human flesh and knowing that it is human flesh. Right, he's the one that fed everyone the human flesh. Yes, <laughs> he carved meatloaf and fed him to everyone. Yes. Which is very different from Janet, you know, just eating, eating yeah. a fucking piece of meat and learning that it is meatloaf. Yes. <laughs> It's like when my sister ate frog legs and was like, this is delicious. And we're like, those frog legs. She's like, no, they're not. And we had, they're, they're chicken tenders. And we had to convince. Sure, the, uh, they're chicken tenders. Yeah. I mean, they, they <laughs> taste exactly like chicken. Like frog legs taste exactly like chicken. I hate when people I, say I know, this shit. <laughs> dude, I, I know. I know. Like 90% of the time. I've had frog legs and they do insane. taste remarkably like they chicken. They taste exactly like chicken tenders. <laughs> um, but delicious. when people come at me with gator tastes like chicken, get the fuck no. out of here. No, no, get out doesn't. of here. Gator <laughs> is delicious in an entirely different way than chicken is delicious. Who's saying that shit? Fucking monsters in my life. <laughs> yeah. It, it would have to be. Yeah. That's that's insane right there. Yeah. Um but Yeah, it was it was just I it was a movie I needed to see at that time. Yeah. <laughs> uh and and it, it it's it's a good movie as well. It is. It's it's a very well-made movie. It's. I mean, it's. It's weird, but it's. It's also just really good, really funny. The music is incredible. Like every song is just fantastic. The camera um, moves around a lot more than you would expect it to in the laboratory, because the laboratory yes. itself, when you actually like put the dimensions together in your head, it's a pretty small area. But they really like oh, whip yeah. that camera around a lot. Especially during yeah, uh, Meatloaf's dancing, s- singing number. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, they, they whip it around there. They they do a lot with it. Um, mm-hmm. And the music is just fantastic. Like It is. Pretty it's much every song music. is really good. <laughs> yeah. Um... Also, on this watch, I, I caught the, uh, the, there's a fucking, like, homage, reference, whatever, to, to Dr. Strangelove there, with the, <clears throat> their professor suddenly turning out to be a fucking previous Nazi scientist in a wheelchair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Um, who works I, for the government. Who yeah. works for the government. Yeah, I, I had never caught that before, but having watched Doctor Strangelove recently, I, I put two and two together. Um, so that was fun. Dr. Scott. Janet. <laughs> Dr. Scott! Brad? Brad! Janet! Rocky! <laughs> Dr. Scott! <laughs> Jan! <laughs> Rocky! Um, beautiful. I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. Um, did both Brad and Janet cheat, or just Janet? Both of them. Absolutely both of them cheated. You think both of them? 100%. Okay, so so I was having a conversation them... with uh with Cadence about this cuz I watched it with Cadence. And uh, my interpretation of the Frankenfurter scenes is that he's raping them. Like he is he is coercing them into sex in those scenes. So can you yes. hold Brad accountable for that? But Janet definitely goes and intentionally sleeps with Rocky. So she did cheat, but did Brad? Uh, Because, I mean, he does give in eventually. He doesn't, like, put up a huge fight against Frankenfurter. But it is a trick that Frankenfurter is pulling. Here's what I'm going to say. Is that we, we? I'm not saying that Frankenfurter doesn't rape them. Absolutely, one hundred percent, he rapes them. He, he did. He, he does. comes into their bed and he rapes them. He pretends to be their partner, like but, wears a wig and shit, pretending to be Brad and or Janet. I think immediately following that, in both instances, they're they're not convinced necessarily they make a conscious decision to, to give in it. yes okay and, and i i don't i don't mean like uh you're gonna rape me so i guess i'll just be raped here it's, right it's like so long as he doesn't know let's get it on they do both just lay back and kind of like uh-huh. enjoy it yeah yeah so okay that's fair. Uh, yes. They they <sighs> both cheat well before she fucks Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um anything else? Alright. No, I, I, I think that's good. It's a good movie. Wanna... Like if you have not seen Rocky Horror Picture Show, watch that movie. Yeah. Um Next, let's uh, talk Clue. I brought up Clue, so Clue. Uh, I'll just go straight into why why I wanted to talk about this movie. It's a weird movie. Yeah, like, it it lets you. It, it's the kind of movie that when you watch this movie, you gain an understanding of what you can do with film. Be- because you can do anything. You can do absolutely oh, yeah. anything. If you want to make a, a murder mystery movie where everybody is named after the characters from Clue, like, like silly names like Colonel Mustard, and you want to have Tim Curry run around 
manically at the end of your film, <laughs> recounting the events of the film to you three times. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. And it will be funny throughout the entire movie. There's not a... The, okay, there's a couple of dud jokes, because it's a it's a product of its time. It's the mid-80s this yeah. film is being made in, and it, the time period of the film is the 50s. So there's a few uh, homophobic jokes in there. Um, yes. And, and those now, are okay. duds. Okay. Quick, quick aside about that. Yeah. I believe it's the final ending, the, 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 the final of the three endings. The very last joke of the movie is a dud. Okay, it is, that's the one where he's like, now nah, I'm going to go home and fuck my wife. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Because the entire film, in, in that ending, he had been pretending to be uh, gay. Yeah, okay, so yeah. that that was my question. Is he pretending to be gay, or is he pretending to be straight to all the FBI people around him? I think the intention was that he's pretending to be gay. Okay. Yeah. Cause, like, because he's undercover during the uh, the rest of the film for that ending. Um, yes. So his cover is that he's in the State Department and he's a homosexual. And so that's why Mr. Body is blackmailing him. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, do, it doesn't really make sense as a joke if it's to the other FBI people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other way, it's not a good joke. It's, uh, it's pretty, yeah. pretty homophobic. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, a- anything regarding that. But, like, when the, the, like, triple murder happens near the end of the film, like, the, the policeman <laughs> yeah. gets clubbed over the head, and the singing telegram shows up and immediately gets shot, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yvette gets strangled in the, in the billiards room. Uh-huh. All within the span of like 2 minutes. It's pretty good. It's a uh... I just broke that. Um yeah. I it's it's just a really good movie. All of the performances are on point. Like these are actors actors, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> like like some of the things with Brad and Janet can fall flat. Right. Um, because, because uh, Barry Bostwick is not an amazing actor, and Susan yeah. Sarandon is pretty young there. But yes, they got like veteran actors for Clue. Like they have Tim Curry, they have Christopher Lloyd, they have Eileen Brennan, like Madeline Kahn. They they've uh-huh. got all of these really really like good actors in this movie. Yes. And it's weird that they got all of these amazing actors for this movie because it was clearly made on, like, $5 and some toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they got a set, and, and that's it. Yeah, and then they... The, who, the director of the movie uh, clearly just, like, texted a bunch of not texted because this is before texting yeah. but he like called a bunch of his friends and was like hey will you be in this movie I'm working on right now yeah. and, and they were like yes 
and did not ask about pay. <laughs> no. Jonathan Lynn. Yeah. Also, director. I, I saw John Landis's name in the credits multiple times, and I was like, what the fuck? Why is John Landis always showing up in movies that I like? <laughs> For those yeah. who don't know, he's the person who murdered three people, including two children, on the set of the Twilight movie. Uh, yeah. So weird that he showed up as like a producer and a writer for this movie. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he did the story. Yeah. <clears throat> um But also the this uh, the set of the mansion is really good too. Like like you you get a feel for where all of the different rooms are in the mansion and they never like explicitly lay it out except for maybe like a couple of rooms towards the end of the movie but by then when they're gesturing towards a room you know that they're they're talking about the study or they're talking about the kitchen you know yeah. the, just moving the characters around the mansion gives you a feel for where all of this stuff is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could I could draw you a floor plan for the Clue Mansion uh, from memory. Yeah. Be just, just having seen the movie once. I've seen it twice, but after having seen it once, I could have done that. Right. Uh, I mean, I might as well have walked through the mansion before. It, it, it's that good at setting up the location where all of these characters are. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I it's it's a it's a good movie. So what what made this make you like what what? Um. Well, I didn't get into film until I was pretty late in in, yeah. in my life, and like I always just saw movies as kind of like popcorn entertainment. Like we turn this on, and then we sit down, and we all just kind of like like have fun and talk and watch this movie right but yeah but clue came at that period of my life and it's not the only one of these movies that did this but it, it is one of them where where it shows me it, it got me interested in like actually you know like studying the films that i watch it, it got me interested <laughs> in like picking out like like, oh, he said this here, but then he said this other thing there. And, and like, like, what does that mean? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think Clue is honestly a really perfect movie f for that kind of yeah. learning. Because it's, it, it, it's pretty easy to see what the movie is about. It's pretty easy to follow along with the plot. But there's enough there mm -hmm. that happens where you where you can be like oh well what what did happen there and then they they lay it all out at the end and you can you can be like oh i got that right or oh i got that wrong mm -hmm. you know like they they yeah. talk about uh T tim curry's character is talking about uh who who wasn't with us in the kitchen when we found the cook and you're like oh I don't know who wasn't there, but then you go back and you watch through the movie and you'll notice that in one of the scenes, he's not there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yep. he shows up part way through the kitchen scene. Mm -hmm. 
But also, there are a couple of other characters that you don't see in that in that initial part of the kitchen scene. And it's like, well, am I missing them because they're not there? Or am I missing them because the camera is intentionally not on them? You know? Yeah. And that, that helps create also the uh, three different endings. Like, it can be mm-hmm. any one of these three people who you did not notice were not there. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's... I, I love the ending because you get to the ending, all of them. I, yeah. I love the end of the movie where you get to the three endings and you're like, yeah, no, that, that makes complete sense. That is the ending. And then you watch the next one. And you're like, yeah, can't pick any holes in that. That's, that's also right. the it ending. <laughs> uh, and then you get another one. And you're like, uh-huh. Yes. Yes. That one makes just as much sense. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, I do like uh, that. There, there's one particular part of one of the endings. I don't remember. Oh, it's the one where uh, Tim Curry turns out to be Mister, the actual Mister Body. Um, yes. But he talks about uh, Madeline, Madeline Kahn's character, Mrs. White, uh, murdered. Mm-hmm. Was it the cook? I think it was the cook or Yvette. It was one of those two. It was Yvette. Yeah. She murdered Yvette because um, that Yvette was the person her husband had slept with. Um, yes, and and he he proves that she's the one who did it, and then she walks down the step steps saying, "You're right, I did do it." Something something like that, and then she's like, "When I looked at her." All I could feel, all I could, flames, flames, yeah, yeah, on the side of my, <laughs> yeah, it's and so awkward. It is so perfect, and everyone's just looking at her, waiting to see where this is going, and then it goes nowhere, and then they just yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, okay. He just starts uh, talking about who killed the next person. (laughs) And then this person killed this person. (laughs) But it it was just like a, such such a solid piece of character work there, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And it's beautiful. Like I said, Uh, they are all actors, actors. Almost mm -hmm. none of these people were ever like movie stars. They they were never, but, but they're they're all very classic actors. Yes, like they're, they're none of them none of them are newbies. They've all been in the industry for a long time, yes. doing a really good job. And and they do some of their best jobs here. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good like every time I watch Clue, I love it. Yeah. And and you right. always pick out a little bit more, you know. Yes, you, you, you always do. catch just... a new joke, or or you notice like, oh, that person. I didn't realize that person yeah. was standing there. Yeah, you remember an ending, and you're like, huh, let's let's follow this ending and and see if it matches up. With like, see if I can spot the people leaving or or coming in late, and and you can. Yeah. 
All right. Um, yeah. What are we doing next Basically, week? Basically, what we're doing next week is we're playing games. We're, we're, we're going to play games. games next week. And you are going to play Death's Gambit on the PS4. Oh, shit, yeah, I've been wanting to play that one. Okay. While you're picking out a game for me, I'm going to tell everyone that if you want to follow along with our mobile game, we will be playing Apple Knight. Apple Knight. Apple Knight. So... If you wanna, if you wanna join in and see how Apple Knight is, go ahead and look that up and play it. Otherwise, if you don't care or you don't want to try something out and just want to wait for us to tell you how it is, uh, in two weeks we'll let you know. Um, you're gonna be playing the Dark Side Detective. The Dark Side Detective. It's under Prime Gaming. You always make the complicated ones for me. <laughs> Listen, you're the one who has like a hundred games from Prime Gaming in here. Yeah, well, they were free. Let's see, D for dark. The dark side detective. Okay. Um, and what are we doing for our third part next week? Ah, well that is going to be another one-hit blunder, because I don't think you've got a topic prepared. So, um, we're going to be listening to... Well, I mean, we uh, have two weeks, so I could get a topic together. Okay, th then we'll do a topic. Yeah, let's do a topic. We haven't done one in a minute. No, we haven't. So, stay tuned for whatever the hell that'll be. Right. And... Uh, I, I guess we should have mentioned it. This is the end of season six. It is. It is. We will be starting season seven in two weeks. Do you, do you uh, want to give the listeners a, a hint lot. about uh, what next week, ne next season's uh, Game Facts theme is going to be? Uh, I, I don't have one, actually. Oh, there's not one? I, it's it's just going to... Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm running out a little bit. Um, oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, do, do you want me to work in the interim two weeks to also maybe come up with some themes? <laughs> no, uh, I'll... I got some, some fun little things that don't fit into a theme, so I, I can probably okay. make just a, a, a mismatch, mishmash. Not, not anything themed, just a bunch of fun facts. Okay. More interesting facts. That works. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll see you, see you in two weeks for season seven. Uh, it's been nice talking and share this with somebody whose dick grows bigger when it's in a can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> share this with someone who can't hit the bottom of a tuna can but can blow out the sides and yeah. we'll see you next time have fun bye bye goodbye